0: welcome to awaken with victoria bond i am your host victoria i'm a spiritual empowerment coach psychic medium and a business mentor in this podcast you will be able to dive in to everything from conscious parenting human design psychic development and business i interview some of the top leaders in this field So if you're a facilitator, a mother, or you're going through an awakening process, this is the podcast to listen to. You can find all the information to every show in the show notes and dive deeper into any area that you are choosing. I can't wait to connect with you. I'll see you inside. Hey guys, it's Victoria here. Before we start today's show, I just wanted to let you know that my latest program, Reborn, is starting on the 7th of June 2023. This is a five-week group program and mastermind. If this sounds like it's a bit of you, check out the show notes for more information and I hope to see you inside. Enjoy today's show. Welcome to today's episode of Awaken with Victoria Bond. This is a part two, a part two. I've never done a part two before, but this is a part two of Rebirth. On episode 116, I was going through the middle of a rebirth. And it was a Sunday and I was absolutely called to speak to The energy of rebirth because I was going through it. So I really wanted to share what my human was going through, what my spirit and what my soul was going through. And many of you actually messaged me, which I'm super grateful for and told me that a lot of that episode really resonated with you. So I came out the other end of this rebirth, and you may even call it a little bit of an ego death, that you could call it an ascension, you could call it an up-level, you could call it oh, whatever you want. But the fact of the matter is, I went through a four-week rebirth, and within that time, I went through a... Four day intensity, like it was an intense, it was kind of like being in that transition as you were birthing a child, right? That's exa- exactly what it felt like. I felt like I was birthing a child. And I'm here now to share with you the part two of the rebirth. So I spoke a bit about what rebirth is. I spoke a bit about, you know, it's, it's actually a non linear thing because we can't really define what rebirth is and put it into a box because there's different stages and different durations of, of what a rebirth could look like for you. And like I said, in the last episode, we can go through a rebirth in a day. Um, as the day turns into the night, you know, we sleep and we wake up and it's like you're birthed again. Uh, it's a fresh day. We can do it in a week. We can do it in a month with the moon, with our cycles. We can do this in, uh, in a year or a seven-year cycle, there's different cycles, there's different ascensions and birthings at different stages. We've got Saturn returns, all the things. There's a ton of things. Like, So I don't want to make anything too defined because it's always an individual experience. And I'm just here to share with you my experience because I feel like I am born again. I really, really do. A lot of people say born again, Christian, and there's so many phrases and so many things out there. Um, I just feel like I'm a born again, spirit, soul, human, and it won't be the first or the last time that I've been through a birth, but now I can recognize it. I can recognize the, what many would perceive as the breakdown. I can see that as the breakthrough and every time this type of energy comes like and I'm going to share with you exactly what happened and then like the second part of what happened in my rebirth but many of us like ah. we want to like reject it. We want to reject the period coming. We want to dismiss it. We want to ignore it. We want to, we, Oh, well, I don't want to go into the wave. I don't want to go down into the, the pits. I don't want to go into my shadow. I don't want, I want to be high. I want to be on. And the truth is now for me, when I feel this energy, this, this, this birthing that is starting to happen. And I like to sync this in with my, my cycle, but it doesn't have to be in your cycle. That's just one way. Um, what actually happens, it's nearly like going through entire birth. It's like, it has a build up, you know, and you may go into your hermit. You may want to like be kind of mine was actually in the form of a virus. So I went into my cave and saw it as an opportunity to hence the virus, why I gave myself a virus <laughs> is because it was really nesting. It was nesting for the growth of what was, I was bringing into the world. And then I literally went through like a birthing process and I've never done it that way before, but this time I welcomed it. So what happened was I, I'll just go through it really briefly. I went like I got a virus, right? I started my program, Magnificent Mediumship, and there's always, it's our eighth round, there's always profound shifts and changes for myself as well as everybody else in the the collective group when we're going through it. And I was so happy. I was so content. I was like, my life is amazing. I've got the best children and husband and lifestyle and programs and coaching. And I was like, how does it get any better than this? Like, I feel like it doesn't, right? Boom. The rug comes out from under my feet and I get sick. And I'm like, this is interesting. Nobody else is sick. I've got friends and, you know, uh, coaches and people in my vortex that don't live in the same town as me. They live all around the world. They were kind of going through a similar thing. But my family unit and all those around me, no one was sick. So I knew straight away. Pretty much straight away I don't think this is a a cold or a bug if you will I've got a funny feeling that this is an integration uh some type of shift and I didn't know what it was three weeks into it you know I tried the antibiotics I tried all the things because I was like I don't actually want to be sick I want to keep going with my life that I've created so it took a little bit of surrendering um there's a bit of resistance there to settle into this uh, upgrade, if you will. So three weeks in, I start asking questions. Nothing was working. I'm still sick. I, I couldn't work for a few days, um, and when I could work, I was showing up to my calls, giving every ounce of energy I had to my to my group containers. And then I would be pretty much just lying on a couch or on the ground doing nothing. Like I couldn't do anything. I was getting cold sores, all these things, right? So it it was not pretty. It was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm being like held back and all I want to do is fly. This is not fair. Like someone had clipped my wings and I was like, so I had moments of packing a shit as well. So when I started asking questions, what is... What is the silver lining here? What is the purpose? What is the What is the magic here? What is the gift here? What is what am I meant to be receiving here? And all of a sudden because I started asking questions, the universe started providing me little drops of wisdom little golden presents all wrapped up (laughs) and it's like the angels were dropping these little um intuitive hits very very quiet you know in my spleen because I'm a splenic authority if you're a sacral authority they're probably a lot louder and more often but I had to grab these little these hits right and I had to like hold them and nurture them and look at them and journal on them because being a splenic projector they only come once And I got this this intuitive whisper one day, this gift from the gods, from the angels, from my higher self. And it said, you need to go be with your sisters. And I was like, what? Oh my goodness. Traveling six hours, like for a weekend when I really should be just resting, recuperating and getting back on the horse to, you know, be promoting my business and sharing and holding my clients and et cetera, et cetera expanding my capacity and getting well and I was like no you need to go be with your sisters so I said to my husband okay I've got to go be with my sisters uh is it okay with you I'm taking my daughter or our daughter and he's like yeah yeah go for gold so we left on the Thursday and we said the Thursday night the Friday night the Saturday night and the Sunday night this was that final week this was the fourth week of this virus of this this Rebirthing energy. And I was meant to go for four nights. My human was like, Victoria, your child's already having a day off school. And, you know, you probably shouldn't give her another day off school. (laughs) She had the Thursday, the Friday, and the Monday. Um, And I was like, oh, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that mom who is like a part the kids are part-time at school like and and I'm not trying to judge there but I just didn't want to be I don't want to be a person who I'm like oh let's go because mom wants to yeah you can be out of school like I I I think the kids having stability is important but it felt energetically good for me uh to to take her out of school and and we did and I kept having this build-up this buildup of energy. I knew my period was coming, right? And I know I'm repeating the story a little bit if you've heard the first episode, but I promise you I'm nearly finished with this part. So I knew I was getting my bleed and I started bleeding before I went and I just had this craving, like I was being pulled and called to the mountain, to Mount Taranaki where my grandma was and my mom and my sisters and you know my mom was born there so I'm like wow this is amazing like I-, I need to go home I need to be there I need to be there I need to be in the land I need to bleed and be there in the middle of my period as I'm I'm, I'm like rebirthing something and it was a strangest feeling because it sounds out the gate nuts like i am a practical person i was a hairdresser for 20 years <laughs> and here i am going i need to go bleed and be on that soil and be with where i was seated with my feminine goddesses i'm like oh my god who am i who am i what is happening to me And it's all a part of this rebirth. It's all a part of these awarenesses and these droplets that I was receiving and I was gathering and gaining and bringing into my heart center. When I was there, I all of a sudden started attracting like Kundalini teachers, um, like sacred um, feminine coaches. And I'm starting to message these people, although I'm still in my cave and I'm not wanting to come out in the world because I'm still in kind of hibernating a little bit and still healing from this virus. I'm still got allergies and I'm like, still a hot mess, right? As I'm like oozing all this old energy out as, as I'm going through this purge, if you will. And then there's beautiful woman in my inbox just holding me saying, I'm so excited for your rebirth. I'm so excited I'm here for you. I'm holding you. And I had my sisters going, "I'm here for you. We hear you. We see you. No one tried to fix me. No one tried to save me. Everyone held space for me." And I was like, I felt like I was absolutely in the right place. So one of the days, and I talked about this in the last one, we were I was meant to catch up with a friend and Amanda and Rachel had their own things happening. But all of a sudden our day just completely our days cleared. And we just had each other. Our children had places to go and people to be with. Like that just magically took care of itself. So we didn't even have to be with kids at all. And we went into my sister, Rachel. She's got soul essence with Rachel. And we went into her studio and we had a cacao ceremony. And in that cacao ceremony, so this is that second part of um, the first, um, you know, carrying on from the first part of rebirth. I led this meditation, they wanted me to lead it. So I led the meditation from when we, our souls came down into our mother's womb and in that womb water, how we were nurtured and we grew. And I took us through this experience of the different ages and stages right to the now and also our future self coming in and giving us the guidance that we required we held hands in the circle my sisters and I we're we're all mediums and reiki masters practitioners and we all have our own businesses and this spiritual holistic kind of capacity and um it was so amazing there's tears pouring from all of us at different stages as we were quietly sitting there with our humans with beautiful music and a candle and there was light language and I looked around and I looked at my little sisters right so we've got like a 32 year old a 36 year old and I'm like 39 so we're in our 30s and I looked at them and I realized that the birthing the healing the integrating of something new was all to do with the lineage of where we came from. My grandmother had fallen pregnant with my mum under that mountain. And of course, I'm within my mother and the fetus. Of course, the eggs are within that fetus already. So I was seated there under that mountain, as was my sisters. And although my mum may not understand what I do or she wouldn't be able to hear this podcast. She probably wouldn't be able to understand it. And it's not lack of intelligence. It's, it's a different belief system. She doesn't support what we do. So we, we don't speak of it. And it's been very hard for myself and my sister's As you know, speaking from my, for myself, it's been hard for me when my mum was my best friend, when I was religious, when I was playing in her, her systems, she was, we were best friends. She's a fantastic and beautiful woman and I love her. She's a fantastic Nana. She never misses a birthday present. She never misses an Easter. She's great. You will always get a card from her. You will always get a present. You will always get a happy anniversary. She is a fantastic mother. But I have judged her, we have judged her for not being emotionally supportive or for holding us. And what I realized in the circle as we were going through this, this beautiful journey, as I looked at my beautiful sisters with the tears in their eyes as we're holding hands and I think at one stage I had my hands on their, their hearts and I cried because I realized My mother gave me two sisters and two brothers too, but they weren't there. Two sisters who are my emotional support, who are my cheerleaders, who can hear me, who can hold me, and I can do the same for them. And we came down the same portal into the same womb. And the universe, God, source, creator, higher self, Shifted our days so we could have a cacao ceremony with absolute ease and shed our tears and have our healings and hold each other. My mum was seated in a wonderful woman from another wonderful woman. They're a line of psychic mediums, a line that stamped that out. And we are, we are the women that are reclaiming and rebirthing. That mediumship. We are here as one voice to create and reconnect to the souls our mother, our grandmother, our great grandmother, and even our great great grandmother who died in a mental asylum. I don't know if that's PC to say that but I'm pretty sure that's what they used to call them and she was in Switzerland and my great-grandmother our great-grandmother she 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 came over to New Zealand and left her her old life behind not that she had a bad one I don't think but her mother had been locked up from a very very young age and goodness only knows what she had to 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 go through and I think my great-grandmother had actually said that um the last time she saw her, her mom didn't know who she was. So whether that's kind of that electrical, you know, whatever they do, the, the, all of that stuff that they did back then to try and help the brain by frying it. I, I don't know, um, whose spirit has kind of showed me stuff like that. And I felt the electrical currents through my brain, but going back to the point, I had to heal my womb wound. And as I was bleeding and sitting in light language with my sisters with the fire, holding their hands and looking at them and seeing myself, I said, thank you, Mum, for giving me these sisters. They are of your womb. And although you may not be holding me in this life in a way that I demanded and commanded and judged you for, your soul has known exactly what she was doing. So <laughs> I've reconnected with my sisters, and now I would like to call them soul sisters. And we don't need to be blood related to be soul sisters. I've got I've got a handful of beautiful soul sisters who will be in my life forever, and we know each other's soul. But now my sisters are not only my blood sisters, they are my soul sisters. They always were, but we've been on our own path of our own evolution and growth. Um, and being their elder sister, sure they've they've followed me and I've helped guide them, but they've always had to guide and follow themselves. And I've never pushed anything. I've always just said, I'm here for you. And they've always, you know, been the same for me. So it's very interesting. After living in the same town around the corner from my sisters and my mum for nine years, I move away. Moved away less than a year ago, to find my mum, to find my sisters, to find my womb, <laughs> to find the love for myself. And what happened after that ceremony was beautiful. So we stayed for another night. Um, I had rung up my husband. I said, "Babe, I'm not ready to leave yet." Um, can I please stay here with my sisters tonight and he was like yeah of course sure and I said oh but what about Adelaide not going to school and he goes Victoria it's fine you gotta do you you gotta do what your soul wants and I was like okay 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 so that little mama guilt was coming in which is kind of interesting So Adelie really wanted to stay. Her and um, Mila, her little cousin, are like begging me on their knees, please can we stay? Because they were like sisters growing up. And um, of course, we are six hours away now. So I said, okay, we'll stay. I'm going to make the most of this. The interesting thing is because I stayed, I did get to see my mom. She had been away for the weekend. And um, my daughter and my niece went to pick her up from um, the airport with my dad. And my mom, I saw her for 10 seconds. I gave her a hug. And that was enough. I just gave her a hug. She said she had a great time. And she said, drive safe. I love you. And I said, okay, bye, mom. And uh, even now I feel so emotional because the amount of pressure I've put on my mom to be perfect, the amount of pressure I've put on myself to be a perfect <laughs> Uh, mum, you know it's just bringing out more layers here. But on with the story. So what happened was the next day I left super early, right? I packed the bag, I packed the car, and I left uh, at dawn. It was um literally, it was literally the the sun was not even up yet, and it was like I love leaving at that time of the night. I love driving um it, in the morning. I just love it so much. I love everything about it. It's like a rebirth of the day, right? So I'm driving along and I'm listening to Mary Magdalene revealed. And I'm I'm just kind of reviewing what I've just been through with my sisters. And um I'm reviewing how a couple of these Kundalini yoga coaches and sacred divine um healer, if you will, for a lack of better wording, she's got a better name than that, but how they had held me through this and they didn't even know me and they're not asking me for money. They're like going, we are here for you, sister. We're here to hold you. And I'm like, I feel like, like Mary Magdalene has brought me in like people to support me. And I'm like, I don't even know these people. What is happening? Right. It's so weird. And I didn't want to be dumping on people. So I just shared that I was going through a rebirth and they were like, what is happening? Share it with me. We, and they were crying. Like I was like, what is happening? So I'm revealing all this because I'm like, this is strange it's very feminine. It's very strange. And it's, I'm being held. I felt like I was being held in like a womb, a warm womb. It was very bizarre driving along. And I asked, I'd been asking for the last week or so, what is the, with the cross? Like, why do I keep getting visions of a cross? Because I don't see myself as Christian. I don't want to label myself, not even as spiritual. I call myself a spiritual coach because we have to have words to explain what we do so people can find us, right? Like, I just walk around going, I am, (laughs) you know, it's like, that's true, but okay, like how do we, how do souls recognize us? So of course I use the word spiritual, but I certainly wouldn't call myself any type of religion um, or even Christian. There's too many attachments to that. That's my own personal view. Everyone's allowed their own opinion of that, of course. And it's not to say that I reject Christianity or even, even Catholic, because I think there's truths in things but I also see the separation and I don't believe in division okay anyway I'm driving along and I'm listening to Mary Magdalene revealed and I've been asking the question about the cross what is the significance of the cross besides the crucifix and why do I feel like I need a cross on my body what is going on what is happening oh am I turning religious I was really asking these questions and my, one of my best friends had said to me a few days before, Hey, um, I want to get like a cross tattoo. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Cause I've been thinking about cross tattoos and oh, I was like, what is the significance? All of a sudden Mary Magdalene revealed, she talks about the divine and the human meeting. And that is a symbolism of the cross as the divine and the human meet the sacred um, feminine and the sacred masculine meeting in that cross state, that connection. And there was so much more to it, so much more, but I had to stop listening because I had to let that sink in. The cross is not necessarily about Jesus Christ being on a cross and dying, right? It's, it's, that, that is a one a very uh, limited viewpoint. What else is there? And all of a sudden I started crying and it's interesting because I'm releasing this um, a few days before Easter. Okay. And I've just been through this rebirth and oh my goodness, it's all divine timing. So I started crying and my daughter looks at me and goes, mommy, are you okay? And I said, darling, I'm just having the most biggest awarenesses. I am so, so happy. And I held her hand because all of a sudden Everything I had been asking and calling in and the truths and the things I needed to know landed right there in that second. The masculine and the feminine, the divine and the human. Consciousness and unconsciousness. All of these things meet to make a cross. And then I remembered something absolutely out the gate. I have a cross tattoo on my neck. I got that when I was 23 and within that cross on my neck, the back of my neck, which is a a very sacred space. um, The neck, it's nearly like a second, third eye. It's very vulnerable space. It's where your nervous system is. Within that cross, I have an M tattooed and here was Mary Magdalene telling me what the cross actually represented in many different ways had I forgotten I had a cross on my neck? Not really. But what was the significance of the tattoo? And I had kind of forgotten I had it. Like I knew I had it, but I hadn't actually put two and two together, which was very strange in the story because it makes no sense. But as I'm driving along, we're about an hour away. We're 45 minutes from home. I'm crying because I'm having these awarenesses about the cross and Mary Magdalene. And I was like, I'm nearly 40. And here I am going, holy shit. <laughs> it's finally landing. This is a sign that I gave myself all those years ago when I was first starting in a journey of who the fuck am I? You know, I left my boyfriend, who is my now husband, ironically, I found him years later and I started looking for myself and that was a tattoo that I got. And it calls me back home to what I already knew. I hadn't been lied to really in the church. I hadn't really been lied to at all. There was definitely um, fabrications. There was definitely manipulation, not necessarily from the priest or the people in the parish, it's uh the things that were not said in the Bible and the the twists. So the twists um and the shades that were put on and Mary Magdalene revealed really open up those missing pieces. And I'm not gonna lie, every single time I listen to her, which is probably once every two weeks, and I listen to about a chapter and then I, I cry the whole time. Like <laughs> um, it's very, very what I've been looking for my whole life. And basically what happened was I needed to go to the loo and I was like we're gonna to go to the loo Adelie and we couldn't it was too many cars so we just kept driving to the next town half an hour away from where we live now and we stopped and I said let's stop here And Lee's like yay it's a park I mean, she's 10 years old so she's like I'm gonna go play mom you know I play and I was like sure and I was like I'm gonna to go to the toilet so we both went to the toilet and then she was gonna have a play And I noticed that I had blood in my knickers and I was like, oh, whoops, that's right. I've got my period. I've got blood in my knickers. I looked into the toilet as I changed my sanitary tools. And I noticed that there was something in the toilet. And it was just like when you get your period, you do get, you know, clumps of stuff. And I hope this isn't like too much information for you guys, but this is just a part of the story. And I looked and I was like, oh my God, like it looks like it's a tiny little fetus. Like that's, that's kind of gross, but wow, it's kind of fucking sacred. And the blood is very, very deep red, very, very deep red. And I was like, I feel like, and the whole time I was driving there for that half an hour, I felt this bearing down energy. And it was like, I feel like I'm giving birth. And I, I've given birth twice. I know how it feels. And I loved giving birth, by the way. It was um, the most sacred experience, very awakening. And I was like, oh my God, this is a thing. I've just, I've given birth. I finally, I've been through the transition and I've, I've given birth. What is the significance? And I'm still kind of teary and I'm floating around like what is happening to me? Am I crazy? I step out of the toilets and I'm holding my daughter's hand because she, she was in the toilets with me and stuff it was a, a larger toilet and I said to her guess what Adelie see across the street there that building over there mummy was born there I was standing outside the hospital where I had been born here on earth so I had been seated into my grandmother under that mountain six hours away But I had done a full circle back to the place, to the exact town that I was born. And so were all my siblings. We then stopped and we looked at each other. And I just went, I had the biggest smile on my face. And I went, this is it. I have finished my birth. I was seated. I was born. And my home is half an hour away from here. Now, the reason why um I was born in that town was we don't have like a a nursing home like we don't have um a place a birthing um place in the town we live at a little beach town so you actually go over the hill to the birthing um you know suites and stuff like that to the birthing hospital um and that's where my what my mum did she did that trip five times over the hill the windies (laughs) um to have a baby and she would stay for like four or five days and then she would go home. So that's where I was born. And that was a significance. And that is why I stayed there. And that is why I was away for four days with my sisters. And that is what I went through. And that build up, um, that virus, as I was purging out the old, so I could receive the new and birth something new. And I have got a lot of stuff. That came through from that um, my podcast has changed I've taken out interviews and um, calls and stuff that are no longer in alignment with where I'm at in my business um, in my life really it's not even really about business it's about being I'm bringing more of the divine feminine in and, and really coming into this womb energy Um, into the body, into the spirit, and into the soul, not bypassing any of these things. So although this is a story that I would have never spoken of years ago, now I think it's really important to notice life, birth, shadows, purging, and to celebrate it. And those ladies that didn't know me from a bar of soap, And all I had said was like, I think I might've, I replied to like a story, right? And I said to the Kundalini teacher, I said, it was of um, our town because our town had a big event that day. And I messaged back and said, oh, I've gone out of town. My human cannot handle all the stimulation. And she messaged me. She voice messaged me. So I had voice messaged her back and I said, I'm going through a rebirth. And she was like, oh my God, I'm celebrating you. Where have you been in my life? Like we'd live in the same town. Let's connect. And we became fast friends that happened. And then another, the sacred um, sexuality coach messaged me and she was like, I'm holding you during this rebirth. I'm here for you. We are sisters. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? These people have no agendas or motives. These people aren't trying to sell me. These people can see me and recognize me as I'm opening up into my divine feminine, as I am rebirthing as somebody who is more aware, more awake, and coming from a place of consciousness rather than judgment. So I have a newfound love and soul connection with my mother, with my sisters, with my daughter, with my grandma, with my great-grandmother, and the healing that happened in that four-day transition, it was not comfortable. It wasn't high, it wasn't I wasn't elated or happy. I was fucking exhausted. I went and had like brunch with my sisters or like coffee and cake or whatever. And I was eating sugar like it was going in a fashion because I felt like I was going to pass out. I was so tired. And then I went back to my sisters where I was staying. I had my own little um, area, my own little kind of sleep out to stay in. And I fell asleep for three hours listening to Eckhart Toll, I think it was, Um And then I woke up and everyone was just like, hey, there was no judgment. There was was no judgment of having a three-hour sleep. There was no judgment of having time alone. There was no judgment for me being me, what a lot of people would call lazy, because I did nothing for four days. But I found my soul. I was reborn. I was rebirthed, literally. I went back to the place where I was seated. This is what saved me. It wasn't antibiotics. They didn't work. It wasn't the vitamin C. It wasn't the water. It wasn't the vegetables. I went. I purged for three weeks. I went home for four days to where I was seated. And then I did the full circle back. It was a 12-hour drive. When I came back, I literally was reminded I was born in that little town. And it was my bleed that reminded me of that. And many would not understand that. And many might think, okay, this is a bit over the top. But when I had these two women, specifically, including my sisters as well, actually, hold me and tell me, you're not crazy. This is profound. This is beautiful. I had people, strangers that I've never met crying, going, I can't believe that just happened to you. The universe cleared your entire day so you could be with your sisters. And We didn't fight. We didn't bicker. We didn't, there was like every now and then that happens, right? There's three of you. Um, We held each other in divine harmony. We cried and we forgave and we loved. And we nearly, it's like in that cacao ceremony and that ritual that we did. When we realized we're from the same womb, (laughs) um, our souls reconnected in a space that they have never done before. I feel different, I feel reborn, I feel so grateful, and I kind of feel that this rebirth may have been a little bit of an ego death, because now I don't feel a hustle or an emergency, I don't feel like I need to be on, I feel, and I had already done a lot of work on that, but there's always more to do, and I feel now that I'm seen differently Or maybe I'm seeing differently. This was a big rebirth. It was big. It was beautiful. And I feel so aligned in this moment. And I always take note of where I'm at in my cycle. So I know that I'm coming into my, into, I'm in my spring, right? I'm going to be coming into my summer soon when it comes to my cycle And then I'll go back into my autumn and I'll probably go into my cave a little bit. And then in my winter, I may go through another rebirth. But if every time I have so much profound awareness, every time if you go through something that seems like a stupid motherfucking virus or a breakdown or a crumbling, what if you could come out the other end? A little bit more brighter, a little bit more lighter, a little bit more less judgmental, more aware, more activated, more understanding, compassionate, more wise. This is how my rebirth feels. I feel like I can love my mom for who she is, and she is beautiful. God, she's beautiful. I just wish she could see her own beauty. I feel still the projections of others, especially family members that are religious and they don't say anything to me, but I can feel it in their silence. I still feel like people might look at me and think I'm a nut job. (laughs) But if you've made it this far into this podcast, if you can hear me, I would be so delighted for you to message me, to tell me, that you've heard this and this is not to sell you but it gives me that little bit of okay i reached someone today through my my free open source you know platforms i reached someone today someone heard this and i'm so grateful for those of you thank you who who really um messaged me on the first part 1 of rebirth on 116 because honestly it made me do this today because if that landed for you somewhere then I I hope that this does too because my journey here my purpose here on in the world is to help others see themselves and their the seer within themselves not to indoctrinate not to um, sign up and feel like they can't live without me it's um souls come in to work with me when they're ready And I have many ways that that can happen. And in my $22 at the moment, it's $20 a week um, membership or my magnificent mediumship program that many people repeat um, or one-to-one coaching or on the platforms that are free, you know? Um, So if you're not, with saying that, if you're not in my community, Awaken with Victoria Bond on Facebook, please come on in and say hello um, I really need to be being a little bit more active in there because this last month I've been through a rebirth and Easter is coming up here in 2023. And I've got a funny feeling that this Easter is going to be a bit different for me. As I look at the cross and I look at the, the death and the resurrection and the rebirth and I take out the the point of view of what that's meant to be and make it more about us and our internal self and our heart and the God within, as we can let the story of Jesus, Mary Magdalene, Mother Mary, the disciples, as we can let them speak to us with their true voices, not the ones of fabrication, not the ones that make the men superior and make the woman have to be the hoes have to be the prostitutes have to be the virgins not not the voice of the men are god because we all are every single one of us and maybe that's what was meant to happen in this revolution in this evolution maybe All of that was meant to happen so we could wake up at this exact motherfucking time and realize that we are so powerful and we can see the fabrications woven through the profound teachings and we can find those truths, those truths within our heart, within our soul and use whatever words we want to use, whether it's God or universe or source or good or a Divine, creator, higher self. To me, it's all the same. To me, it's within our hearts. And to me, we are here in heaven. And we can also be here in hell. And hell is of the mind. If we don't know how to listen to our heart. Just my interesting perspectives of my experiences which are always shifting and changing and growing and pivoting I would love to hear from you I'd love to hear how you feel with hearing this whether you've had a rebirth what that felt like to you was it physical like me or and when you were pulled from here to there and had to just go with the flow and didn't know what you were doing and you just had to go into a deep surrender was it an absolute crumble of everything do we go through three rebirths a year? Do we go through one every month? Like, what is what is your truth? What is your knowing? Thank you so much for listening. And you can check out the show notes to come and find me in my other communities. I would love to see you in there. I am so excited to do more free source as we grow and expand. I also invite you um, so... I want to be able to reach as many people as possible. So if this has touched your soul um, and you have a friend that you feel like could do with this, you know, like I, I'm kind of going with the collective right now and how how we're going. So that's what I speak to as the collective. So if you feel like you want to share this podcast, you can go and just copy the link and literally send it to a friend, put it on your Facebook, send it to your daughter Whatever you want to do, if it feels aligned for you or maybe it's just for you and maybe you can make a difference by taking what resonates and sharing it through your own voice. Thank you so much. So much love to you. See you next time. Listening to today's episode, I trust that you got those golden nuggets that you required to shift your consciousness, to expand your awareness and to turn up your capacity. I invite you to share this podcast with anyone that you feel would benefit from it and also share the golden nuggets that you have learned with your friends family and of course clients you can contact me if there's anything that you want to specifically share with me and or if there's anything you want me to specifically share on the podcast you can check out the show notes and find me on my socials and myself or my team will get back to you my heart to yours have a beautiful day and i'll see you soon